Hello, everyone, and welcome to Goyle's Gossip, the only drag podcast where we talk about Rachel Ray's traumatic childhood. I am your host, Veronica Goyle, joined by my extra special guest hosts, Anna Crucis and Giselle Romaine. For tonight's episode, we're keeping it all in the family, talking about the origins of our drag careers, our aesthetics, and who we look up to. We're also taking a peek into our makeup kits to see what makes us this beautiful. If you're ready for a good show, you better stick around because we're going to spill all the hot tea. And welcome to Isle Goyle, everyone. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we, we took a full-on trip away from background noise, and here we are. Hi. 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 <laughs> this is weird. I'm in charge now. Yeah. This is. The, I feel powerful. I feel like I should be like on Game of Thrones and like slay a dragon if that's how it works. Careful now, Shangela. <laughs> <laughs> It hasn't even been five minutes. I told you we were talking about Drag Race before five minutes. <laughs> yes. So, welcome to Goyle's Gossip. As I said in the intro, we're going to be talking about some fun, boring topics today. Because <laughs> who's better to get to know than local queens who have no following whatsoever besides three people? My grandma's a huge fan. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Um, so y'all want to give a quick little intro. I know you said your names already, but in case we have some new listeners from some foreign country. You go first. I'm, I'm scared. Me or Anna? Anna. Oh. Anna, who are you, Anna? Hi. (laughs) I'm Giselle Romaine. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Roxy Andrews, and I'm here to make it clear. Oh my Um, God. Fine. I'm Anna Caruso's. <laughs> and she's that a stripper. It? That's all? That's all. That's all she is. Oh. What do you want to know? <laughs> you got to pay for a monthly subscription of $5.99 to get to know more. $5.99? I think I could make that work. Hit me <laughs> in that uh, orange Florida. <laughs> OF. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh. Orange, Florida. I was like, ooh, Tropicana. <laughs> oh, are we not allowed to say that? I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess I'm not plugging things at the end of the show. No. <laughs> so I don't have we'll one. still be plugging. You just won't have any new subscribers. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. And a crucis. And then we have a Disney lettuce princess. <laughs> That's yeah. me. my goodness so normally we do our podcast that's mainly hosted by giselle called background noise where we are local queens review all of the mess that is drag race globally now global and we just well i decided that it'd be nice to get a little gasp of fresh air and talk about you know the most important people in this world us that's so, correct. Right, welcome to Goyle's Gossip. We love this. We all have a God complex here. Bow down. I love Ariana Grande. She's a great God. Correct. I, so, what? I was debating heavily with myself what the best album of the year is, and I don't know if I can give it to Ariana Grande. We'll talk no. about that later. Uh, no, you can't. No, that's okay. You don't need to give it to Ariana Grande because it's not the best album. I agree. I watched a, um, a little video last night that compared Folklore, Smile, 
Chromatica and Positions, and Positions was dead last. <laughs> really? Yeah. That one intrigues me. I'll send the link later. It was like the, it had this like diamond scaling scoring process and went through song by song. And I was like, oh, okay. Hmm. So I guess we're 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 drag queens of some sort here. And that's uh kind of disgusting. But I'm a cross dresser for Christ. I spread my word <laughs> through my hips and my wigs. Oh, no. <laughs> we got spreading of words, spreading of legs. We do it all here at Goyle's Gossip. Oh, I'm so excited. So for our listeners <laughs> For our listeners who once again have no opinion on what, who, what we are, what we do, what we look like, um, why did we start drag? That's my little curiosity. Because I know on Giselle's podcast, we kind of did interviews where we got to like get some tea going. But why do you? Why do y'all do what you do? What what made what made you fucked up? Mental illness. Well, that's, yeah. Okay. All so nice. that's it. <laughs> um i'll go first um no. I, oh <laughs> oh no and you're not creative director anymore you're director director creative director oh okay and i guess you go first then okay well um so i was introduced to drag vi rupaul's drag race uh, and I was scrolling through the DirecTV guide, and I saw it, and I went, huh, I guess I could watch some drag racing. And it ended up not being that, and all of a sudden, these women that I saw moments ago were all men, and I got very confused. I like the idea that in a separate universe, there's a you, but into like Fast and the Furious drag racing right now. Wait, but that's not an alternate universe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so that was my first introduction to drag, but I did theater all my life and I was like, huh, I really enjoy this whole makeup thing. And then I started wearing some makeup, just started off with, like, foundation, concealer. Then I went into, like, contour and highlight. And then I added some eyeshadow. And then it just became makeup. And I wore makeup for a good mm, three years and then decided, huh, let's give this whole drag thing a try. And now you just wear chapstick and you look beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, chapstick and just a little tiny bit of bronzer. Not too much, though. I want to overpower it. Yeah. Keep it keep it light. Keep it light and simple. Yeah. Cover girl. <laughs> so that's me. We love that. I will say, this is so weird to like do this because we all know each other and we basically know how we all start. And so it's like, oh, I hate talking about myself right now. <laughs> Not me. I love talking about myself. Are you kidding? Oh, oh, oh. Go for it, bitch. <laughs> yeah, okay. It. So, um, I watched Uh for a very long time, and I didn't uh. know that that was, like, drag race or, like, drag queen. Um, you did that trick with a full-on yeah. woman? I thought that it was, like, I don't know what it was, to be honest. Um, I was just, like, 
the have you ever seen uh which i'm sure you have it's like the formatting and the editing is just so entertaining and fun to watch that you don't really think about what's happening you're kind of just like i'm strapped in ready for the ride um sounds like my thursday nights (laughs) so i watched uh and then the person who introduced me to uh also told me like hey they're from drag race after i've watched like a month or so of it and i didn't have like anything to watch it on so i went to barcelona and my parents got very sick on the plane ride up so we ended up spending the first day in a hotel like they were passed out throwing up and i was fine so i looked through barcelona's netflix and drag race was on there because it's like regional so i watched drag race season six in the hotel room one day in barcelona then binge watched two other seasons on that trip and uh yeah i was like i want to do this so i did how have i never heard that story before i just wrote a whole paper about it for one of my classes so so this is yeah you're an international queen well i don't think i'd go that far (laughs) although (laughs) no what are you talking about you can apply for a drag race spain all right i'm ready go on fully go on they're accepting applications but that won't stop me (laughs) neither will any neither will any of the producers at wow presents because after holland oof it was that's exciting though i never i never knew that that it involved your parents getting sick yep Wow. The first the time suffering I performed of in drag was at my um like high school's men's like beauty pageant. It was called like Mr. Clarence, which is the school I was at, and then they did a lip syncing portion, and like it was supposed to be about that like Spike TV show with the like lip sync battles with Tom Holland and like Zendaya and Chrissy Teigen. You know that one? Yeah. It was supposed to be that. But I took it as like lip sync for your life lip sync battles. So I came out in full drag dressed up as Beyonce. And then like people were very confused and they were like, what is this cross dresser doing on stage? So I was like, hello, it's me. You fully said gay rights, right? That in there. <laughs> 100%. That's so funny. I would, do you have a video of that performance? I have a video of the first time I came out of like this the the wings with the oh, wig fuck. on you're gonna say the closet no yes i i i jumped through the closet physically um <laughs> i'll send you something there's something of it beautiful i can't wait to see that that's intriguing i love to see that um as i say always i was brought down in an easter basket by the heavens above and they broke open the chocolate bunny and out popped a plus-size pop princess the end was it a Cadbury bunny egg? Absolutely. The creamier, the better. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I love that, but also, ew. <laughs> no, actually, um, I started watching Drag Race, like, at season four. Because I remember the first episode I saw was the End of the World Challenge. Because for some reason, it was posted on YouTube randomly. I was like, oh, okay, I'll tune into that. And then... Obviously, me and Anna went to the same high school and stuff, and our drag kind of grew together, and then 
well, we didn't even do drag then. It was more of an obsession with drag race. And then once we went our separate ways and went to college, um, eventually just like blossomed into the uglies we are today. So that's exciting. So obviously doing drag and growing up, you look up to people kind of not only based like how to do drag, but what in like what aesthetics do you aspire to go with or who you look up to to kind of like base your face shapes and stuff by who are some of y'all's uh inspirations giselle meatball Meatball. i really really like meatball because like (laughs) it's borderline elegant and borderline just clown hooker which I really enjoy and like I'm never gonna be like I don't I don't ever want to be walking down the runway miss pageant miss this that I always want something to look just a little bit wrong about what I'm wearing so it's always your face right it's always my face (laughs) that's that's cool did you and like, when did you start watching like Dragula, or did you watch Dragula, or did you find? Meatball? I watched Dragula immediately after I got back from Barcelona because it was on Netflix, or no, it was on YouTube. Um, it was free. Um, because it was a part of the Hey Queen Network, and it was free on YouTube. So I watched like, oh, this is a free drag race I can watch. Let's go. Except, boy, were you wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Anna, what's pop? so i like i had said my first season or wait i'm not sure that i said it my first season that i saw of drag race was season three and automatically i was like manila is perfection i loved manila for the longest time still do um but i don't really look up to a lot of queens or take inspiration from like I look at them and I'm like oh I really like that but I look to myself and look what I do and change what I do based on what I like about what I'm doing and what I don't like what I'm doing so it I the cheesy thing to say is that I I'm my own inspiration. But like, I just, I just don't really see anybody and go that I want that. And it's hard with drag too. Cause it's not like you can like, Ooh, I like that. Let me just carbon copy that onto my face. Oh, like, there's I, people that do it. I can't like, I love meatball. I love everything about them, but I love the aesthetic more than I love like the physical application of, the makeup and the way it looks on her face because like I can't I can't do that. Those it's so such an art form and like literally you have to get these lines correct in order to have this and I don't have the same canvas as Meatball. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big part of like realizing when you first see drag queens for the first time, people are like, oh my gosh, it's the makeup. When in reality, like once you start getting to know a bunch of these different queens, you appreciate their aesthetic more. It actually like, gives them, like, some sort of, like, not meaning, but, like, a connection. 
because if like you like someone or a sex with them it's like oh my gosh well i like this queen a lot mm-hmm. you have but, to find like whatever it is that makes you special so you really shouldn't go into it thinking like how can i be like this queen who's especially if they're on drag race already you don't need to be like them they're already done they've been done they're carbon copied done so yeah. How do you make yourself someone who's different from the crowd? Definitely. And I think that that comes down to that automatically. The first thing, of course, is look. Like, our our field of expertise is based primarily on visuals. The number one thing with drag is the visual part of it. So... After you figure out visually, then it comes down to, okay, this is how I want to appear to others, like, personally. So, for instance, like, I love looking very sexy. I love showing my body. I like doing sexy-looking things. But I am one of the stupidest people ever. And... That's just what I base everything on is just be I'm I look beautiful and stunning and then partway through I just start making some really dumb eye movements or hand movements and you know I'm just jumping around like a big old idiot. And everyone's like, oh god, and so he like takes the tip away back from you for like correction. <laughs> not to tip that. That's why <laughs> That's why I run around when I can. The first moment <laughs> that I can, I'm just snatching all of them because then they're going to start yeah, putting their yeah, wall absolutely. <laughs> we start, That's kinda... why we do it on Venmo now. You can't retract those tips. <laughs> it's kind of like when you order something on Wish and you're like, oh my gosh, this looks beautiful and exciting. You get it, It's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yep. We love that. I kind of relate to that too because like, you know, I'm kind of like the Hannah Montana of drag because I like to be like the pretty pop star but at the same time like I really value like trying to educate with science and stuff and have like some sort of like scientific background and use my art as a form of way to inform people about like climate change and stuff like that so fully agree I think especially with our generation growing up with drag race we think there's like these cookie cutter forms of, okay if this queen pads like this i gotta do this in order to become famous you know which is why i think it's exciting that like dragula and camp want to keep keen all these other all these other different drag shows are coming out to show that like drag is not one thing it it literally can be anything you want mm-hmm. which kind of like segues i us into a little bit like i know a lot of people are starting to like come to me about like it started with drag and it's like you need to educate yourself a lot on the importance of like what drag is and the history of it too before you just start doing it because you saw some white blue-eyed blonde-haired princess on drag race i i'm very like uh, i hate like how do i start drag Ooh, you got a big storm coming sweetie um like that shit's hard and like i feel like everything that's been said about how to start drag has already been said you just need to listen to it and literally like like you're never gonna make money you are never gonna make money 
make sure that that is well away. For an average show, you'll maybe make a hundred dollars. You'll spend two hundred on that outfit and makeup alone. Um, especially now with like, you always have to change your outfits and change like change your outfit, change it around. Um, oh my god, <laughs> change it around. <laughs> like, you you're not gonna make money. So if you expect that, you're not gonna make. And at this point, like I feel like we're seeing even more the fame aspect of it has not been all that it's cracked up to be because with often like drag race girls like they're getting canceled left and right for things that don't belong like aren't on a normal human being they would not be canceled but because you are brought to an upper like a bigger standard and you're on a public platform you are now an easier target to get hit and everything becomes like under supervised business. So unless this is something that you're physically like, this brings so much joy to me that I cannot not do it. There's no reason to do it. So you need to like, you need to like take an introspective look, do it a couple times. I'm fine with everyone doing drag woods. I think you should. It's very fun. And who doesn't want to lip sync and act a fool? However, if you want to do drag for at like introspectively look at yourself and go, what am I willing to lose in order to get this? Not what you're willing to gain because you'll gain little. You will gain very little. What are you willing to lose and then keep going? Like if you're like, well, maybe like a Saturday or something. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I fully think that's also what kind of corresponds it as an art because <clears throat> for my friends that are like art majors and theater majors, it's like, especially with the times going on right now, mm-hmm. the slots are slim. You need to fight for those positions and you might not even be getting anything you really want. You're just trying to get the bare minimum as well. That being said, drag is totally fun. Yeah. Drag is one of the funnest things and it's something any chance I get. Because it kind of like allows us to escape our not boring lives, but like our boring lives. And like Fredonia, where we go, every semester has a show where you can open up and go audition. Period. So go to audition. A, you, you sign yeah, up. Yeah, you, you just join. You just go to a show. It is non themed non-competition no like there is no stress in it at all because we know when to do it and we do it when college students are going to not even know what's happening on stage and just scream and yell um (laughs) so like just audition have fun but then like the girls who you see year after year after year performing spot the difference like it's not that hard. Yeah, fully. And did you want to chime in with anything? I just, yeah. It. I have had quite a few people message me being like, I want to get started in drag. And my first thing is just like questioning them and grilling them about, okay, are you willing to put in the months of work before you put on a lash. Oh, yeah. I do not believe that there should be a performer, 
a drag artist and anybody if they do not know history of drag. I fully disagree with the people when you ask them, oh, who are your favorite queens? And they go, oh my gosh, I love Trixie and Katya. And, um, well, I, there's, it's like the girls on Drag Race. And I'm like, no, uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Talk about Day Madna. Talk about Coco Peru. Talk about Lady Bunny. Talk about Jackie B. Talk about all of these queens that paved the way for Drag Race. All of these queens that Drag Race is based off of. And it's not even like all of those names just elicited such happiness in my heart. Coco and Lady Bunny and Jackie B. And like, they are some of the funniest people in the friggin' world researching them is the easiest thing and most fun thing to do lady bunny is frigging hilarious and you will have a great time if you're going to do anything to start researching just go on coco peru's youtube watch her go to home depot watch her play grand theft auto that is like such a great start because she resembles the old school drag in a kind of modern way as well if you don't walk through keeping up um, with the comedic features if you don't walk through wait, Walmart what, and see the panettone and start gutturally laughing you're the not panettone. doing <laughs> i can't look at a panettone without thinking of her tension tamer I, tea i tweeted her once saying hey will you split this with me she's like no i was like okay <laughs> so i i fully agree that you do need to educate yourself before you try drag and not even mention like months of education, but also months, months of doing your makeup. If you want to look a quarter of a percent good on stage, because granted there will be like performers who, and this is even straight men too. They're like going to put on like the brightest pink blush and heavy, heavy eyeliner and not even cover the brows down and put on a Walmart Halloween wig and say they're doing drag. Which My granted, name is Giselle Romaine and I would <laughs> like you to refer to me as such. I was <laughs> just about to say it. <laughs> but yes, there is that physical fantasy, but that doesn't matter to the people that are you're entertaining for. They want to see who's the most beautiful and who looks m- most like a woman. Her name Wait. is Anna Crucis, and I'd care for you to refer to me as that. Her name is Fallen Angel, and we cannot compare, so we just stand in the back with our Walmart wigs. <laughs> Excuse me, my wigs are from Amazon. Thank you. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. <laughs> Amazon has some good wigs. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Love a good Christmas. Is that how we say it? Charisma. Charisma. Is it really charisma? K apostrophe R-Y-S-S-M-A. Oh my god. I swear it's a dyslexia. It's charisma. I feel like Bella Thorne. Oh no. (laughs) Borella Thorne. Well, I now know how to say my favorite wig company's brand. Learning something new every day. 
that, that's what's important. <clears throat> what are we talking about? What? Are, <laughs> Why you shouldn't do drag? Oh, how to like? Yes. So don't do drag. It's not fun. Um, delete it, bald. <laughs> delete it. Don't waste your time. <laughs> don't try to do digital drag shows. Don't start a podcast with your two best Judies. <laughs> it's all fine. Just live happily. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, like, obviously, you need to educate yourself, and then do your research on makeup and that's a whole nother story too because each part of your face i would say to perfect at least three months i remember like when we started <clears throat> me and anna started trying to cover our eyebrows it'd be peanut butter brow every single time <laughs> like it was almost impossible we used like metal spoons we tried i remember i tried um prosade like the fake latex stuff, and that was a whole disaster. I don't even know why I thought that would work. Never tried the spirit gum, but those are, uh, I think that's the hardest part of drag. The part for I me still anyways. haven't gotten is what? Brows. Ow. Mm. Yeah. At least makeup wise. I will yeah, say makeup wise. Brows is the hardest. Brows. And that takes a lot of practicing. Mm -hmm. Which, again, hot calling the kettle black over here. I cannot cover my brows. I yet. still, yet. I, yet. And like, it's, I'm, I, I, I can't do that. There are a lot of things that I, I like, I'm not comparing myself. I still have a lot to work to do. So like, just know that like, while I'm saying don't do drag, most of it's in joke. Um, because, like, it's not like you can look booger boots, you can look like you can not know how to dance. It's me. Passing. Next time. Use you me can, in context. You can do a great two step, not a four step, just a two step. <laughs> it's really a 3.5. Thank you. I'm nowhere <laughs> close to an eight count. Nowhere. No, not at all. I can't even count to eight. <laughs> One, two, three, and start again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like if, No, don't you don't you remember I Carly taught us that after six there was the number DERF. Wow, that's a deep cut. One, two, cut. three, five, six, three, seven, eight. What? That's a deep cut. I forgot about that. Right? I thought about that when I was making pasta the other day. Oh? Macaroni in a pot. Anyways, gee, go back to what you were saying. Um, like, I think, like, what Anna said is more important. This is just, like, you need to have respect for the art form. You need to understand what you're doing, what you're putting into it. As long as there's, like, an admiration and a love for what you're doing keep doing it keep trying it because these are like makeup dancing those are skills that can improve passion respect probably won't improve if you don't have a respect for drag if you don't want to do drag there's not going to be a magical moment where a light bulb turns on for you and you go no now i understand it now i want to do it like if you're going into it with this jaded evil mindset, you're going to come out of it with a jaded evil mindset and not get anything out of it, which is agreed with most things in life. So like make sure 
more importantly that you want to fully do this and that you know what it takes to do it and you can always improve the little things get more money to get better outfits or find the right out like place to buy clothes but like you got to want to do it i guess absolutely and that's like with any career too you need to like Mm -hmm. make sure that's what you want to do because you're probably gonna be doing it for the rest of your life oh god (laughs) until you boot up my knees (laughs) (laughs) my my feet cannot my god after wearing those thigh high boots the other day um i will throw you under the bus I've been wearing heels for every digital drag so No one told me we could wear Crocs. Yeah, that's your fault, not that's mine. That's a you thing, girl. I didn't know about this. I'm so upset. I've been, like, rehearsing downstairs in the basement every week to make sure I can walk on, like, the, or, like, <laughs> I do it in the patio. I make sure I can do it in the patio, on the floor, in the heels. And then viewers like i'm wearing crocs so it's like i hate you i hate it literally okay you may hate me but i'm so comfortable while dancing no i'm so excited for the next drag show i mean i'm i love i love heels heels are heels might be my favorite part of it so i will continue to wear them because i don't feel like i'm doing it all if i don't have my little baby my baby shoes on and that's the drag spirit right there folks so I think we're going to take a little wine break here and we'll come back and we'll discuss some more magical times. I'm going to be, be drinking right juice because I'm underage. Oh my God. <laughs> be right back. <laughs> All right. Now, one of you, my podcast, I've been trying to support myself in some way, shape or form. So over on Redbubble, if you go ahead and search Veronica Goyle on there, you will find my merch shop, if you want to call it that. Um, I have a bunch of masks and t-shirts and hoodies uh, and stickers, a bunch of different designs up there right now with more to come based on background noise and Goyle's gossip. So if you want to support me in any way shape or form uh make sure you head over to redbubble and check out some of the stuff and be sure to tag me on instagram so i can share you and show how awesome you are (laughs) all right back to the podcast wow i love the taste of welch's grape juice the probiotics in its formula make my life even better anyways (laughs) what'd you say at Herb Herblinger, we know that fruit makes the best wine. Fruit? What? <laughs> what did you... Fruit makes the best wine? Yeah, I was quoting Shit's Creek. Oh, see, I just started I that. I just finished that show. Oh my god, I love it. Then why didn't you catch it, Giselle? I you did, because your <laughs> accent god. was nothing like Moira. Yeah, I know. Um, hey, babe. Hey, babe. Oh my god, we said baby at the same time. <laughs> hey, babe. Hey, babe, we know that fruit makes that wine. Oh my god. I think if you ever did Santine, that's who you should do. No. Obviously, can't do hey, the fiction. Hey, babe, but acting like a disgruntled pelican. <laughs> oh, Danny boy. The pipes, the pipes are curly. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, okay. We just lost all our listeners. <laughs> Glenn to Glenn. This is actually really accurate to the show. Yeah, I know. It's kind of terrifying. <laughs> all right, everyone. So 
we talked about the more serious stuff. Let's get into actual fun parts of drag. Let's talk about makeup. Amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> it's amazing. No. 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 Um, Anna just put out a, a really bad photo of soaking nutmeg ganache. Or when the valley's hushed in oh white with snow. What is happening? We found your next um digital drag show performance. <laughs> That's honestly oh, wow. Um I like your very vast collection of virtual backgrounds. As she should. My God. So makeup. What about her? I don't use it, so what are your thoughts on it? I spend way too much on it. Oh my God. Anna gets pissed at me for how I use makeup. Because I will buy things that are like limited edition or like like a morphe x or like are are you adding me right now (laughs) no (laughs) no i will buy like i bought the like meatball palette i bought the um Alyssa edwards anastasia palette and i refuse to open them and Anna gets very mad at me for this. You haven't used the Hip.X meatball palette? I used it because you told me if I didn't, you would drive down here and beat me up. I will also fly down there and beat you up. Yeah, I used that. I, I have used but, it for a couple of shows. Thank God. That palette's too beautiful. It's really good. I love the ads that she did for that where, like, the palette would come down behind her. She would turn around and like rub her face in the blue and then turn around and her face is just blue. Mm-hmm. That was, where did I see that? Was that Instagram? Yeah. Oh my God. Let me tell you this past summer with all the makeup launches and everything, I can't keep track of what's going on. I, I just look for names that I know and then like colors that I really like I like really bright colors and it's very rare that a good palette will come out with really bright colors. Fair. Um I'm also a little salute for some pastels and neons. We know. Thank we sadly you. know. My favorite color is swamp citrus too. <laughs> Put it away. <laughs> no, this is my show. I can talk about swamp citrus all I want. Ooh, can we keep kinks in the chat since it's your show? Absolutely. Yes. Anna, your face is just so disappointing. That's the kink. That's the chat. <laughs> oh my god, I don't like this. So, what are our favorite brands? Who do we like? Who are we using? Let's go see. We're taking a trip <sighs> to makeup stations because uh, we like to let people know. I use Elf. Elf's cute. Elf does have good stuff, I will say. I always use their putty primer. Mm-hmm. That's supposedly a dupe for the Tatcha moisturizing primer thing. And I'm, a, I'm also a little sloot for a good knockoff as well. I used um, Elf, Color, ColourPop. Love them. Uh, Too Faced. I like their better than Sex Mascara a lot. 
Yes. Oh my god. Have you tried the uh, the Last Paradise? No, I have not. That's supposedly a dupe for it. I liked that for a while. Um, kiss for eyelashes and nails. Um, <gasps> oh my god! I never told you guys. I found two boxes of kiss nails I can use. Nice. nice. So I'm joining the kiss train. Um, and then the palettes I have. Um. Profusion from Walmart, which I really, really like because they're like super bright. And then I use the James Charles palette because I like the colors. I don't like the man, but I like the colors. That's one thing I hate about like beauty gurus is like they try to get into making their own brands. And, and I'm once again guilty for buying these products that um, these people put out. But I feel like makeup and social media kind of need to have some sort of like separation. Yes. I agree. Because like, I don't know, drama that happens in, and we'll talk about this in a future episode, but the drama just makes everything more complicated for consumers. And it's like, people actually need to be doing their research before they buy products as well. Mm-hmm. Or you just buy kimchi Kimchi seek beauty and just know that it's perfect and not drama filled. <laughs> As I'm literally holding up the uh, Rainbow Shards palette, this is amazing. I will say, this is probably one of the best palettes I've ever used. Yep, completely agree. That and my my two go tos for eyeshadow, and I I spend a lot of time doing my eye makeup. <laughs> My makeup takes half of the time of my makeup because that is where I tell my story through. That's where I get my message across from are with my eyes more times than not. And so I like having very colorful and pretty eyes for that reason. That's what I have the most of. And it's what I've, taken the most time figuring out what I like and what I don't like. And yeah, this one is a great one. So is the Makeup Revolution and Alexis Stone, who's another drag queen that is incredible. Oh, yes. They made a gigantic rainbow palette. And there's very few shades in it that I don't use. I love a good revolution, too. Mm-hmm. I do too. They're a great brand. They hit the market with a lot of their stuff. Not all of it. I've had some misses with them, but for the majority, they do pretty well. And then Juvia's Place has some decent ones. It's not my favorite. I find that they don't have a lot of pigment. But And then for contour, I use KVD Beauty, um, which is no longer Kat Von D, but it is KVD. Oh. Oh, really? Yep. It's no longer Kat Von D Beauty, which I, I going into um, a little bit more about uh, drama is that I, doing your research, I found that she was somebody that I couldn't support based on her views of certain things. And so I got very upset because I couldn't use the contour palette anymore that I had bought or that I couldn't support it or plug it to people. And, but now it's no longer Kat Von D and it's KVD. 
Oh, I'm gonna have to do some research because I actually like a lot of her stuff as, or their stuff as well now. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of liners. Then honestly, I get majority of my makeup is drugstore. Mm-hmm. I don't spend a lot of money on makeup, and if you if you find something that works for you, keep using it. That for me, I've been using the same foundation combination for over a year now that it it's what works with my face my skin my skin tone everything so especially with face makeup i think that once you find what works keep with it i fully stand by that too because with makeup i think the only thing i like to splurge on is lips and eyeshadow I've been using that Wet n Wild Photo Focus Foundation almost since the start. Yep. And that's, I have yet to find something I love as much as that. Mm-hmm. I, I use a combination of Wet n Wild Photo Focus, uh, L'Oreal Infallible Pro Matte, and then the L'Oreal Infallible 24 Hour Wear. Mm-hmm. That combination of those three is perfect i don't get flashback from it i don't get a weird discoloration because of oxidization and all of that so for me that's what's worked i love that Mm -hmm. and then concealers i mess around with because i still am trying to find what one i like best but so that one i use a couple of different ones depending on my mood depending on the day yeah And then here's a helpful hint for people. Um, There is, with some people, they get flashback from using Cody Nairspun. And I had that issue. So I switched from the translucent, which is the lightest shade, to uh, naturally neutral. Still brightening, still awesome, zero flashback. Is that the peachy toned one? Uh, it's number zero seven. It's seventy eleven. I think it's okay. it's the second lightest. Okay, can't really tell the color of it, but there's my suggestion for a powder that works amazing. Makeup tips, with Anna. We love that. What do y'all use for eyeliner? Oh, I feel like I use 20 different things. I'm still trying to find my favorite because I used a lot of e.l.f. E.l.f. is still my go-to. I just always find that I need, and this could just be how I do my makeup, I always need to set my eyeliner with black shadow. Mm -hmm. Because if I leave it just like wet, it'll end up smudging everywhere and it pisses me off. And I I, I use a good amount of liner on my eye too. So... So it's, I don't know the exact name of it, but it's like one of the cheapest eyeliners. I don't like the marker ones because they, with how much like primer and concealer I put on my eyes just to get color, it mixes weird with it and it turns the eyeliner into like a gray. Um, eyeliner is one of the hardest things I think I have to do. So I use the Maybelline Tattoo Studio. It comes off super friggin' easy. So I put it on to do the outline. And then I take 
the elf, hold on, the elf eyeliner, but it's in the little, like, the, the, the tube. And I take a brush and I brush the eyeliner out uh, onto it and then just follow it with a brush. Gel eyeliner. Gel eyeliner. There we go. I... Once upon a time, I used to use that as eyebrow stuff. Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I use Elmay liquid liner, which I don't. I don't tell people to use it because they are, <laughs> I don't, I don't really tell, side note, don't use my foundation routine. They're not cruelty free, but it works for me. And I, I haven't been able to find something that works well. Similarly, don't use my eyeliner routine. I use um, Almay liquid liner to get the base of it. And then I use um, a, I use the, I, Tart man eater to perfect a wing and get my inner corner. We love that. I always want to try that one as well. The man eater one? Yeah. It works very, very well. It's very liquidy but controllable. I feel like Did a majority you... of. Oh, go ahead. Do y'all see that new eyeliner that's like also lash glue at the same time? Yeah, what? Yeah, that kind of terrifies me. <laughs> That's ew. Um, I use a lot of Elf because Elf does the thing where if you spend $30 or something, it'll give you free gifts. Oh my God, can we talk about this for a second? I I love it because I, I definitely have beaten the system where like I'll need to re-up on foundation and liner and lashes and stuff. And it'll equal like 40 bucks. So I'll just do two separate orders so I can get eight things of free stuff. Um, yeah. Um, one time they did that. And <laughs> I found it really funny because when they partnered with Aquaria, they came up with a palette for that. Yeah. Or, or was that, wait. Was, no. I'm th- sorry. Going off of that. Nyx does a similar thing sometimes. And one of their free gifts with purchase was the Aquaria palette. However, they took her name off of it and just sold the palette. Oh. And I was like, oh, because I was going to buy something because it was like Aquaria and, you know, we stand drag queens, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but then I was like, There's, it doesn't say Aquaria on it at all. <laughs> I was like, oh, shady. But. I'm looking yeah. it up now. I used to be a obviously big fan of Jeffree Star, in which doing education, you need to realize that you need to stop supporting people. And um, now mainly, a lot of my products come from Morphe, Sugar Pill, ColourPop, and Kimchi. And some Trixie. I use her blush palette a lot. Um, but ColourPop, I found for budget-wise, you get some really great shades. Mm-hmm. Um, I, recently I did a look where I had to use orange on my eyes and I took the orange from Jeffrey's Jawbreaker palette and it wasn't doing anything as soon as I dipped into my orange palette from them it was like boom instant pigment and I was like oh a little shady here are we so once again definitely realizing to where you're spending your money and there's oh. all there's there's obviously not 
that many colors in the rainbow. So there's definitely going to be dupes. Mm-hmm. I makeup is very expensive, and I want to get like we before the show started, the um, Morphe X Lisa Frank palette just dropped, and I like it so much, but I need to not spend money. I'm not the fan. Huh? I'm not the biggest fan of it. It's I just like the packaging. Like I buy so much shit. Just and that's packaging. where they get you a lot. I like I have the two queens in a desert entire bundle. I don't use some of the stuff that's in the bundle. I just want a package of Naomi Smalls in my room. You you have a thing for Naomi. <laughs> I really do. Have you touched the palette yet? I haven't done makeup since I got it. Hmm. I got it this week. Hmm. Have I taken out of the bag yet? No. Oh my god. <laughs> Is the first question on Saturday going to be what palette? <laughs> Speaking right, of Saturday, I- Anna, you want to plug something really quick? <laughs> yeah, as a quick plug um there is a virtual drag show happening this saturday i i that is the 27th i think yes nope 28th 28th there we go maybe if i get the day right one of these days um so there's a drag show that is occurring on the 28th saturday at 8 p.m via zoom if you go to any of our social medias we have it posted um, come out and support the three of us as well as uh, two other great performers, Fallon Angel and Xavier Chaos. It is There's no theme. It's just going to be a bunch of drags, and that's about it. So come out, support some local drag. Support us. We need money for food that's and true. shelter. Oh, this is really cute. What did you just pick up? The okay. I am finally opening you, it up. You better be using it this weekend. I'm looking at the colors now. I might use the blush this weekend because I don't use blush. Oh, this pink. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, ding dong. <laughs> I've never. Ugh, I'm very bad at like buying things. I buy things if there's a drag queen's name on it. Very that. Um. So. I just like I love Naomi so <laughs> Anna's gonna get striptease right now. I can't. I don't know. I I want I don't want to disappoint Anna, but I also don't want to disappoint Naomi and not Naomi made it for you to use it. Did it's she? disappointing if you don't use it. Oh my god, you open up the box and right along the top line it says hi darling. That's right. really freaking cute. Right there. See, they want you to open it. They want you to use it. Oh, my God. Well, look at this. Yeah. Ah. And now okay, use it. Yeah, she's pretty. Now use it. Oh, wow. Hold on. Hear me out. You're right. Yeah. Wow. Crazy how this works, isn't it? You can't spell legendary without leg. Legendary. Oh, my God. So if we were to give, like, a top three brands, what what would you guys say? I think we're all going to say, like, the same three. Yeah. Um, for the basics, Elf. For the, like, like 
Glamour, I would go like kimchi. And then for like I don't know. I think I think those two you'll be fine if you just use those two. I fully agree with that. And then like if you're like I would say for starting if you weren't like really want to get with color, definitely the ColourPop would be the way to go. Oh yeah. You can get so like especially now they have their like, their holiday bundles involved so you can get a lot of colors and build your collection pretty quickly for really cheap. ColourPop is good, but it doesn't last long. Like the colors in ColourPop are gone within maybe five uses for me. Gotcha. Because, like, I had all of the Disney palettes, and those have been demolished. The glitters... I you used those. I used all of those. <laughs> yeah. Where is she? Hold on. I have... I should probably put palettes in here that I'll use again. I have the um, original Disney one and the Midnight Masquerade one. And the reason I used these ones is because I cut the boxes off and I stuck them on my wall. So I cut well, the boxes. You cut the Naomi ones and stick them on your wall. Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, Naomi's, Naomi's on the side that if I cut, it'll still stay with the palette. Yeah. Word. Well, us direct means we can talk about makeup for a long time. But Anna says she has a little surprise for us for our final segment, question mark? Oh, just a question. Oh, just a question. Okay. Completely unrelated. If you had to identify as any fruit, what would it be and why? And it can't be because it's your favorite. For instance, mine is that uh, I'm a tomato because... You look at it and you go, mm, that's a vegetable. But people go, no, honey, it's a fruit. And you go, mm, but it looks like a vegetable. And they go, no, no, it's a fruit. And that's kind of like how my gender is. You look at me and you go, that's a man, Maury. And people are like, no, no, it's not. It's, it's really not. <laughs> and you just go, okay, whatever. Looks like a veggie, though. <laughs> what are yours? Oh, God. I don't... I, I need a second to think because there's just so many fruits. Right, I'm think it, though. Um, my first instinct was to say a dragon fruit. Okay, why? Pretty on the outside, boring on the inside, but then you taste her and she's like, oh, this is interesting. Okay. So, either dragon fruit or I was leaning more towards like... A pomegranate? Why? No, 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 no pomegranates! That's actually me since I'm allergic to them. <laughs> um, like I said, really pretty color, but then like once you open her, she's kind of complex. And like to enjoy her, you have to have an understanding about, you know, the fruit. <laughs> okay. Um, hmm, a fruit. I like, ooh. I'm going to go with bananas. Why? Because, like, I'm just, like, I really like, no, I hate bananas, first off. Like, the taste of them, not a fan. And I feel like oftentimes 
you just kind of like leave bananas in the corner and then you find them just like rotted and disgusting and then you throw them in the trash and you're like well that was a waste and i feel like i relate to just like being rotted and disgusting (laughs) (laughs) and i was used in a health class and i had a condom put over me and taught the whole class how to be used you could also say <laughs> that people fall over you all the time. Or yes, I you. am a character in Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I love a good query from Anna. That was disgusting. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> query from Crucis. <laughs> um, <laughs> Crucis is queries. <laughs> We also stand alliterations on this show, but I think it's going to be the wrapping up of the first episode. Um, do y'all queens have anything to plug or to say, obviously, besides the drag show this Saturday? Go, now, listen, go listen to the last couple episodes of Background Noise. It was pretty good, I guess. Uh, <laughs> no, I really enjoyed it. Yes, we do have our other podcast, Background Noise, hosted by Giselle, as we, um, where we review Drag Race Canada and Holland and All Stars and Britain and anything else, really. Yeah. If you want a good laugh? Go back and listen to All Stars. All Stars yeah. is really good. You there was a lot to work that's with. That's the matter. Um, and yeah, go subscribe because we'll be back once there's a new season of. I'm gonna wait and just wait for regular Drag Race because I'm I'm I can't do these spinoffs. Yeah, after Holland, I don't think I can do Spain. No. What are y'all's Instagrams and TikToks and Twitters and whatnot? Um, I am the underscore Giselle underscore Romaine with an E. The E is allowed to be on or off. I don't know. You decide. Anna will be starring in the Ratatouille musical coming soon. That was the spinning song. The what? The spinning song is what it's called. Okay. Yeah, it's a fun one. Where are you from? What? What are your socials? Um, Instagram. And Venmo and Cash App at the Anna Cruz, or just at Anna Cruzus, or dollar sign Anna Cruzus. <laughs> well, thank you both for joining us for the first episode. Oh no, thank you. No, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> if you didn't like the tea we spilled, just give it back to your barista and they'll remake it. Talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs>